Hello and welcome to Move the Line Prop Drop Show presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Ryan Noonan back to talk about the best way and the most profitable way to bet on NFL football. And that is through player props live here 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday on the 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel. Hanging out with my friends here, giving out our favorite player props and taking your questions. If you're hanging out with us now on YouTube, jump in the chat. Let us know what your favorite prop of the week is. If you want our thoughts on the play, uh, feel free to ask as well. Trying to get to as many as possible at the end of the show. Uh, joining us live on YouTube is the optimal way to do this. This is the best chance for you to get the same number, same price on these props. They move fast. Uh, we have a uh, loyal audience that we appreciate. So uh, podcast feed, uh, you never know. There's some pick sites out there, some stuff that may be uh, slow books and they drag along. Podcasts should be in your podcast feed on Friday evenings. Subscribe to both the YouTube channel and the podcast so you don't miss a show. Joining me here, as always, Connor Allen. What's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot. Uh, some great props on the board. Uh, the people are saying that I've been corrupted by slop, though. A lot of overs been coming out of my account. and But honestly, it's been going well. Started off 2-0 last night. Hit a little Christian Watson, longest reception over. Had to get my under in, though, on A.J. Dillon. I mean, what a scrub. I mean, un truly unbelievable. They hung a 40-yard rushing line at open, and then we got it at 37.5. I mean, yeesh. So, Happy to be 2-0 heading into this weekend. I think, I mean, you got to start somewhere with a sweep, right? I mean, that's what they say. It's like, if you're going to sweep the board, you got to be 2-0 at least on Thursday. Simple math slot. You can't win them all unless you win the first one or two. What's going on with you, buddy? How you doing? Uh, living the dream, guys. Living the dream. I, I Actually, I'll be honest with you. This, I, I'm probably going to drop the greatest bet of all time, like, and literally less than 10 minutes. So I, I feel good. So yeah, to answer your question, if that makes me feel good, that does. Uh, you can find Slop on Twitter at Slop Rules. And obviously uh, lots of great stuff that he does, uh, part of the team over at Odds Jam. Um, so definitely want to check all that stuff out. Hey, teed it up here for you. We'll be giving some winners. We're giving out some plus money winners here. Some of the, uh, you know, long shots that we have come through. Uh, you know, Slop giving you, you know, nine to one a couple of weeks ago on uh, James Cook rushing yards. I told you that, use uncorrelated pieces of you know Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson to get over 125 last week at 9-1. to Came through for you there as well. So we're giving out some free winners for you. Um, so, I don't know, Connor's already committed to winning all of his bets this week. So I feel like we got some more good stuff coming for you. So I don't want to overstep, Connor, but I feel I feel good about your your mojo. You're, you've been firing, you're heavy, you got hurt heavy, heavy early action on a Friday. So it's good stuff. Yeah, it felt good. I mean, the only thing that didn't feel good is we got cucked on the DeAndre Hopkins over. I was literally messaging you at like 11.50. I was like, hey, yeah. Jalen Burks is not going to play because we got the Fantasy Life app. So they gave us a notification that he wasn't practicing. It was like limited, then DNP, DNP, which means that he's not going to play. And so I was like, we got to get in on this Hopkins over. And you're like, yeah, good call. I'm literally typing it up. Not not even the, the type, the write-up, just the alert to send out to the subs. Then they push it out. Uh, Burks out, pulled everywhere off the board. I was like, oh, you know, I hate to see it. Now it's like minus 150. I honestly, I don't still mind it, uh, but I, I don't know if I really want to lay that much juice on an over right now. So I'll probably just hang out and maybe take a take a backseat, play it a different way in that game. I know it's tough. I've had I've been on the wrong side of like write ups this week for our official plays, where you know in the tackle side where things have moved or um, try to fire here just before the show when we get some steam on a play that opened up five minutes ago. If you happen to be listening, Grand Delpit safety for the uh, Browns. <clears throat> Excuse me, five and a half tackles. Uh, I'm going to take the over on that. Came out at plus 120. Move real quick. Couldn't put that out officially for our people. But minus 110 still on DraftKings. I'd go ahead and play that right now if you were hanging out with us. Um, it's still worth a look. So it won't be an official play for me, unfortunately, because it's going to move. But uh, if you're hanging out, you're rewarded free tackle play to get uh, get the show started. So reminder, there are uh, two episodes of Move the Line each week. This is Prop Drop. This is Fridays. This is Props. Game previews, Connor, myself, Sharp Clark. Wednesdays, 3 p.m. Eastern. Again, still on the 4 for 4 Bets YouTube channel and still on the Move the Line podcast feed. A great time to get the betting subscription at 4 for 4. We're talking about these official plays that we push through. Those are to our subscribers at 4 for 4 that have the betting subscription. Uh, that is through our Discord. That is really, in my opinion, the crown jewel of the sub. You get to chat with like-minded, passionate degenerates, Live sweat, uh, you know, island games, Sundays, all those things. It's a great community. You got firing bets all the time in there. Um, again, the betting sub gets ac access to everything at four for four. So if you're playing DFS, you're still doing traditional season long. You want rankings, projections, all the tools, articles, all that stuff that we have going on over there. That is uh, 
accessible to you through the betting subscription. If you're playing any of the pick'em sites, Prize Picks, Underdog, Vivid, we have picks channels on the uh, Discord there for you as well. So again, great content. Go over to 444.com slash plans uh, and look here in the show notes if you want more details. Definitely want to check that out. So Connor, no stale bread. These are uh, live for you to bet right now. The floor is yours. Get us started with your first play here for week one or week four. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that we had to know this one was coming here. Uh, I'm playing Joe Burrow over 24 and a half completions in this spot. Uh, I mean, he was literally couldn't move last week. So the way that the Bengals handled that was they went into shotgun 98% of the time last week and went to the quick game. So 36 of his 49 pass attempts were within nine yards of the line of scrimmage. And if we look at how that matches up against the Titans, they're a massive pass funnel. Their run defense is awesome. Their front seven is really good, but their pass defense is really bad, even when they're fully healthy. We're looking at a, at a team here that between one to nine yards of the line of scrimmage, they're only allowing a 92% completion rate. 40 of the 44 pass attempts this season have been completed so far in that range. So I think we're going to get, they also started moving Jamar Chase into the slot a little bit. So like we got a little bit more yak action there with him in the slot, um, a little bit more efficiency there. So I think we're going to see a ton of throwing here from this Bengals team, not very much handoff and they do, it probably won't be that efficient. So my only concern would be if there's like literally zero pushback from the Titans. Um, but this Bengals defense, uh, you know, hasn't really shown enough through a couple of weeks, I think, to be that, that dominant, even in a pretty good spot here. So, and even if they aren't, I mean, like that, you know, Bengals Rams game, like they, they was like, they got up after a little while and still just kept throwing, throwing, throwing. It didn't matter. I was begging for mixing touches there at the end because I had hit some overs and, and we weren't getting them for a while. So thankfully hit that over. But I do like this over on, Joe Burrow's completions, 24 and a half. You can find that. It's plus 105 bet MGM. I mean, whatever you can get down on that, congrats. Um, but minus 114, FanDuel, minus 115, DraftKings. Uh, I think I would play it to like, I don't know, probably minus 125, minus 130, but it should be widely available. And then shout out to Adam in the Discord. He, we had a couple subs trying to guess our plays, and he did guess that this would be one of my plays. So uh, congrats, Adam. Yeah, this was an obvious play. We were on it. Um, I, I bet it earlier. Um, I actually same game parlayed a little bit of this too with uh, T Higgins over receptions, Jamar Chase over receptions, you know, just a massive bright, bright, shining red light bounce back spot for T Higgins who kind of crapped the bed in a big way with a couple of drops there in prime time. They moved Chase in the slot. Uh, he got fed in the second half. Love that uh, slot. What are your thoughts here on, uh, you know, Burrow not on the practice or the injury report here practice on Friday. It's good news. Uh, the only thing I worry about is what Connor said, no pushback from the Titans, but I bet they do. Uh, I, they're, they're not just going to score nothing. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get something. And if you get anything that – yeah, no, I hear what you're saying, but I, I, I don't see I, – I think they do something. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it's going to be like they just lay down. But uh, T. Higgins has been targeted like like 5,000 times this season. He's only caught like three balls. So this is a perfect spot for him to just get right. They're not going to not – target him you know what i mean at some point he's gonna start catching balls we're talking t higgins here so yeah no nah, that, that this is just perfect all the way around plus because he's going to be so efficient i mean literally he could get there in like 30 attempts is like 25 of 30 is like very reasonable given what we've seen from burrow and how well they played at least uh you know showing throwing the ball short and how bad tennessee's been at defending the short passes yeah i looked at the uh the attempts over it's like 36 and a half but for that reason i was like oh i think the completion's Banking on the efficiency is probably the right way to go because I think the systemic risk that comes with a bottoming, bottoming out from Tennessee probably hurts the attempts as well. So the efficiency is probably the way to go. Slop, the people want to know if the bets are going to be as good as the bowling. I mean, if you weren't following Slop, if you're not following Slop on Twitter, uh, you know, really close to teasing a 300 yesterday. You know, I don't know. I feel like the bowling um, can be beat and has been beat consistently here with the picks as good as the bowling has been. So I don't know. You want to speak to the bowling? You want to speak to the picks? Floor's uh, the, man, the blind. It, I'll be honest with you. It's so fun to get to the 10th frame. Like perfect. I've done that three times and I've never finished it. So now at this point, it's time to finish one. I mean, like I said, you can only have so much fun the first few times, but now like I really need to finish one. Like I'm sitting here today thinking, man, I wish I finished that. Cause you don't know how many times you're going to get there, man. I know. I you never really got close. So okay. See, so you might never get there. I, I, I gotta do it for you. There. I gotta do it for the guys who have never and have no shot at ever getting there. And uh I was very close last night. It was it was tough, but uh I feel good today, guys. Okay. Well, let's get us a winner. 
All right, so I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I gave some variation of this out last week on this show. If I didn't, then just disregard that. But uh, CJ Stroud, I'm going to go 300 plus at plus 470 at FanDuel. Look, man, this this game should play out exactly how the Raiders played out last week against the Steelers. Um, they couldn't run the ball. And but they threw it, you know. Jimmy G with a concussion threw like for three twenty plus. So there is that. And I don't know, like look, watching Stroud last week, he should have went three hundred plus against Jacksonville. If that tight end wouldn't have run back a kick, we're home. You know what I mean? He still went over his two seventy five or whatever, or two fifty. I think is what I had, but he still hit two seventy five. I think he got the two eighty. I I see this playing out literally the same way. The Steelers. You can throw on them. Like, I mean, I know the Texans don't have a line. I get all that. But the, this kid moves around. Like, that that should be fine. They're going to get behind. And if they're in a trailing game script, I, I don't see how this doesn't hit. And, again, you could even do – if you wanted to get safe, you could do 275 at plus 240 right now. Or you could do 250 plus at plus 130. You could go 325 at plus 850. I mean, everything literally is in play for C.J. Stroud Sunday. I can't wait for this game. I was just starting right now. So who are you who are you pairing him with? Like you got any receivers in mind? You rolled back Tank Dell or whoa, Nico? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh whoa, yeah. whoa I, I think I'm about whoa. to take Ryan's. Whoa. Step oh, okay. Toes. That's actually all right, all right, all right. You know, that is literally what we're what we're doing here. This is you know, again, we hadn't planned this again. I didn't look at the show sheet. I don't know, Slop, if you put that on the show sheet, um, I might have missed it. But uh Tank Dell, uh Tank Dell is is my next play. So we could talk about this and start to build. Uh, you know, same game parlay action if you want. There's a lot of ways to do it. I had the Stroud notes too as part of this. So uh, awesome. Agree, like 300 plus and plus 470 on FanDuel. I mean, his, his line is two Stroud again, 242 and a half, but you can just go up to 250 at plus 130 on FanDuel. It's a great way to do it. So anyway, Tank Dell, there's a lot of ways to do this too. My favorite way to do it is I'm going to go, and I'm going to bet it right now because I didn't. I put it out to subscribers. I haven't even hit it yet. We're going to hit it right now. We're going to go over Three and a half receptions. I think the best way to do that, again, he's a, he's a big dot guy, but I think just the volume we've seen of late is, is really nice. So we're going to hit uh, three and a half receptions. See, this is what we're doing. We wait until the show, giving it out and hitting it as we talk. Let's place the bet. All right, good. We're good to go. Um, 17 targets past two weeks. That's formulated into a 23 and 24% target share, which has been awesome. Um, he was the first read last week on 31.6% of the dropbacks for Jacksonville that led the team. And we've seen a little bit of a shift. Like he's kind of come in with Noah Brown going out and we've seen like Tang Dell even starting to eat into the Nico Collins stuff. And Nico Collins has been awesome too, but I don't know. I just, I think he's just too quick for these Pittsburgh corners. Like Levi Wallace is like, 6'3". Pat Peterson is like, but these are big boys. They're big physical corners and they're getting absolutely torched so far this season. Teams are throwing at a pretty heavy rate. So even without the game script going wonky to Slop's point, like the Texans are leaning very heavy uh, on the pass. They're like fifth in neutral game uh, pass rate. So like they're leaning on Stroud to get it done. So like 45 and a half is the yardage. You can go 50 plus for plus 106. You can go all the way up to 100 plus at uh, plus 850 on DraftKings. So uh, we're going to need Dell to be heavily involved if Stroud's going to get there as well. And again, like we've cleared this easily the past couple of weeks. Same thing, 72 yards, 145 last week. Like those are the, why the ladders are appealing. So yeah, I'm I'm in on the Texans team total over 19 and a half uh, is very interesting to me too. Like I I'm in on the Texans offense this week. So Dell. If you want to throw some Nico stuff in there too to kind of build out the same game stuff, I like the Stroud and Tank Dell. Hey, maybe that's what you want to do. We want to give them the option. So, uh, Connor, any uh, Texans thoughts now that uh, Slop and I both kind of hit that? No, I think it's a, a great look. I, ben Solak did a great breakdown on CJ Stroud, and he's just like cooking, man. Like, if you get him an offensive line, maybe a real alpha wide receiver one, you know, like, I mean, he hey. could be legit. Awesome. Hey, I, no, you know, no hate on Nico, no hate on tank Dell. I mean, he's had a rough day last week. They're betas, you know, they're betas, you know, it's like, it's, it's all right. Tank Dell's fun. After what he did in the first two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're already getting a little spicy Connor, but this is the spicy section of the show. Uh, floor is yours. Second play. 
Um, long shot, same game parlay. Where are, you, where are you looking to go here? Yeah, I'm taking some alt overs on. It's not necessarily a player prop, but kind of as a prop on some alt overs on Miami Buffalo. Um, right now, the over under is 53. My hot take of the week, there's going to be 70 plus combined points in that game. Uh, and part of the reason is that Miami's defense has not been good um, so far this season. They're bottom five in both success rate rushing and passing allowed so far. On top of that, we've seen Josh Allen carve up Vic Fangio defenses. I think you included that in one of your write-ups, uh, Noonan, as well, with one of the plays there. And so we have a Bills offense that we saw bounce back in a major way the last two weeks against much softer competition. They get more soft competition this week, but they also get a Dolphins team that I think is going to push back massively offensively. And I do have an official play coming from this game later, so I don't want to get too deep into it, but I'd really, really like this uh, passing game here specifically because I think that while this Bills defense is good, no Jordan Poyer is interesting. They've also played very soft competition. So I, I'm pretty bullish on the Dolphins team figuring a lot out here and, and scoring plenty. So some alt overs in this game. And I think this is like, in my mind, the ultimate same game parlay game of the week, like hundred plus Stefan Diggs, hundred plus Tyree kill 300 plus, you know, Tua and Josh Allen and like 70 plus points. I don't know what that gets you, but it's probably worth betting. Cause I think we could see fireworks here. Yeah. It's like, you know, you play DFS and you can't, you worry about like, Oh, I can't like game stack the chalky chalky game because it's it's both chalky and it would cost you you know basically all of your salary but you can do that when you're you know when you're betting uh, who cares if it's uh you know popular who cares if it's you know six points higher than every other total and it makes a ton of sense like yeah you can go there I have another leg for you in that too i don't even know if you can add it in there i was considering giving it out but uh i'm gonna just sneak it in here raheem mostert longest rush over 15 and a half yards on his longest rush. Um, they've been pretty like Buffalo's rush. has been pretty like hot and cold. Um, they have allowed the second highest rate of 15 plus yard carries in the league. Mostert is second in the league in 15 plus yard carries. It's easy game. Uh, minus one five on DraftKings for that. So I, sometimes those are wonky. I don't know if you can add that to same game parlay. Cause it's a sort of a unique prop. Um, but yeah, um, I, I like your thoughts in that game. I think there's going to be a lot of points and uh, yeah, I mean, another shout out to Solak piece. So like his piece on the, you know, pro historic things that we might be seeing from uh, Miami Daniel, this, uh, this Dolphins offense, it's going to be pretty exciting too. another great read for him over there on the ringer. So, all right, slop. Uh, how about for you? Uh, you know, elaborate uh, alt legs. What do you like here? I'm going to go right back to the Steelers Texans game. A guy we just talked about Nico Collins. Look, I don't know what happened last week. Not sure, but I'll go right back to him. 100-plus yards, plus 450 FanDuel right now. The Steelers have been getting dominated by the alpha receivers. Like the first week of the season, I think uh, Brandon Ayuk, if you want to call him that, I guess he operates as that since Debo Samuel's kind of a utility guy, like a Swiss Army knife. But uh, he, career game. Uh, um, Amari Cooper, career game. Not really, 90 yards, but still, we'll call it a career game. Last week, Devontae Adams out there setting records. I think, if again, if this if the game script goes the way I think it does, they're going to force feed Nico Collins, your guy Tank Dell. Everyone's going to eat because, uh, obviously, since C.J. Stroud's thrown for at least 325 yards, everyone needs to get something. I think Collins goes 100-plus, no big deal. Love it. Yeah, that's I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm in on that game. I'm in on Stroud. I've seen enough. I'm not super worried about the Pittsburgh defense. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like it quite a bit. I wanted to build something maybe with uh, with the Jacksonville passing game. I really like the Jacksonville passing game this week. I think that some of the uh, spots that we don't think about too, like I think they'll be able to win over the middle of the field. So, you know, whether it's pro Lawrence stuff, um, I know Connor's in early on, uh, Christian Kirk this week, which I think makes made a ton of sense early, even speculatively with Zay Jones being out. But Kirk, Evan Ingram, um, you get the revenge game narrative with uh, with Calvin Ridley there too. I, I haven't built it out. I haven't priced it out because not all of it's uh, not all of it was out earlier when I was looking for it. But now it's all out there. Um, so I want some really pro Jacksonville passing game stuff. Um, that's you know alt overs three hundred plus on on uh, Lawrence. And yeah, I really want to get into some alt stuff specifically on the stuff over the middle of the field with kind of the way I, I think the Troy Anderson injury for the, uh, for the Falcons is going to be key this season. Like he's really good at like covering 
uh, tight ends and slowing stuff down. I think that's going to be a big one. He's out for the at least extended period of time. He's on IR. So I think you're going to see a lot of good stuff from Evan Ingram here. So I expect some good stuff. And that's a, you know, it's a London game. So you want to wake up and get a winner before you even jump into the main slate. You know, you're watching the Ryder Cup, hopefully, you know, sweating that out. Maybe if there's even a sweat to be had, uh, then you get some early W's in London um, and then pro Jag stuff there. So that's uh, that's a look for me. Is there anything else that you like there, Connor? Because I know you took that uh, Christian Kirk play early in the week. No, I think that my biggest note was that like we should just stay the course of this Jags offense. I think that we'll see better, you know, games from them. We've seen a couple of duds in a row here. So I think Christian Kirk's in a great spot here. Uh, we played his over at like 49. I think we're sitting like low 50s. I think it's still too low. I mean, if you think back to last year when we were getting Christian Kirk and Zay, just Zay Jones before the passing game was supposed to be better, like those were both like high 50s, like low 60s most of the time. Now you're getting Christian Kirk low 50s and you know, like he's going to be playing like 90 plus percent of the snaps. So I think it's just like, you know, a mispricing to be honest. All right. Back to you, buddy. Your, uh, your normal props. What do you got? Yeah. Normal prop. Um, my second one here is going to be Jalen Waddle over 59 and a half receiving yards. I mean, I like was going back and I just, I like, couldn't really believe this because the stats behind it, I think are wild. So the past two years, Jalen Waddle has played with two tongue of Iloa in 14 games. So Last year, weeks one through three, seven through 16, and then weeks one and two this year, he was healthy. In those 14 games, he has 60-plus receiving yards in 12 of them. He has 80-plus receiving yards in nine of the 14, 100-plus in five of the 14. I mean, he's massively explosive. He has 200-plus yard games against Buffalo. Buffalo's missing Jordan Poyer. Like, he, it's not like he's, like, you know, re- recovering from an ankle injury. He's, he has a concussion. Like, once you're cleared, you're just good to go. Like, you're back to your being yourself. And so we're getting 59 yards. I haven't seen a Jalen Waddle probably in the 50s I don't even know, maybe ever, like honestly, since like maybe the beginning of last season. Um, so yeah, I get he's a little bit more volatile, but considering what we expect to be a high scoring game here, like, you know, back and forth affair, I think the Waddle here is a great look on like high fifties, even low sixties. Like I think this prop should honestly realistically be priced here in like 66, 67 yards uh, as like a fair median price here, because I mean, both he and Tyreek, I think could have massive games here against Buffalo. So I don't know. Maybe I'm sipping too much of the Miami Kool-Aid, but uh, you know, I'm I'm all the way in here, and this is just like way too mispriced. Not a bad place to be, slop. Uh, thoughts on Waddle? Thoughts on that game at all? I love everything in that game. In fact, my next guy is literally from that game. <laughs> Fire it up! Let's go. Love it. Let's go. All right. So uh, Raheem Mostert go sixty plus rushing yards at FanDuel is plus money. I think it's like plus one sixteen or something right there. You could go up to 70, 80. I mean, if you, if you want to get wild, you can. But uh, I, I know there's going to be passing. Don't get me wrong. But it, the reason why there's going to be so much offense is because I bet you Miami can run the ball on them. And I don't know that this is going to get out of hand. So we're not going to see so much A-chain. Like, I mean, I, he's going to be there. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's going to be like it was last week where, you know, he only – I think most only had like 14, 15 carries. I could be wrong. But it, it wasn't a lot for him. I think he could have – near 20 and if he gets that against buffalo's defense i'm sorry like he's he's getting home brian robinson in probably the worst game script ever for a running back had like 70 yards last week like they got beat like a thousand to two and he still had 70 yards uh the raiders couldn't run on him but that's a raiders problem like josh jacobs i think had negative yards but that's again that's a raiders problem that's not a buffalo defense just because and look at the jets in the first week they had no threat of a pass Brees hall's out there running for 100 plus yards even though 80 of those was on one carry, 80-plus, but still, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust Buffalo's defense. I think you can run on them. I think Mostert's going to at least get 60 yards. He's not going to get 60 without getting uh, 15 and a half on the board there, too. So I'm with That's you. That's a valid with you. point. I mean, he's going to get 16 so, of those on one carry, minimum. One, at least one carry, so that you're already at 16. So Yeah, so you're pretty yeah, much no, – I, I like that. <laughs> no, I'm with Basically, Connor. I think there's going to be all kinds of offense in that game. Yeah, but they're supposed no, to be like, like everything about it just looks like over city. Yeah, I like it. I like it quite a bit. Um, yeah, finding different ways to get into it, I think, makes a, a ton of sense. So, yeah, I'm with that with you guys. Um, real quick, I just priced out uh, the Jags. Uh, same game parlay I just talked about. Lawrence, 250 plus. Lawrence is 237 and a half is his number. Feels really low. Uh, 250 plus, uh, Ridley 75 plus, and then Ingram and Kirk 50 plus um, gets you to plus 750. Four legs, um, you know, slight alts on the over, but nothing crazy. 
us plus 750 on uh on DraftKings for that one. So yeah, I mean 237 and a half feels really light for uh for uh Lawrence there. Yeah. All right. Uh, I wanted to do something different with this because I was waiting for some of the other side. I think the Raiders are waiting for obviously Jimmy Garoppolo to be official um, in terms of like concussion protocol and working back from there. Um, Cause I think some of his receivers, I mean, uh, receivers against the chargers has, has been a spot that we should be taking advantage of uh, the season. And I uh, want to go back to the well with, uh, with both Jacoby Myers and uh, Devonte Adams. I think they are both in uh, massive, massive spots here in terms of like receptions and, and the volume that they can get. Another number that's sitting on the board feels really high. This is, might not be for everyone. This is, you know, going to the Alphas. We went to the Alphas last week in the Alphas 8. I want to do it again here. Keenan Allen is over 7.5 receptions at plus 120 on DraftKings. It's a big number. We need to get to 8 receptions. Um, <laughs> like 20 targets last week. There have been 14 games since 2020 that Keenan Allen has played without Big Mike and without Austin Eckler. In those games, he's averaged 8.1 receptions on 11.1 targets for 84, 85 and a half receiving yards. It's about 13 and a half more receiving yards in a typical Keenan Allen game uh, and about one and a half more targets and two more catches. So again, without, you know, Josh Palmer stepping in, you know, Quentin Johnston, you know, rookie really kind of stepping up, like they are just going to be looking to feed Keenan Allen over and over and over again in this game. Uh, and we'll have a ton of success. So, yeah, it's a big number. You need to get to eight receptions. To, it's a big number in the NFL. But we're getting plus 120 for it on DraftKings, and I feel like that is really worth it to me uh, in a game where he could absolutely see, again, another 13, 14, 15 targets uh, if Garoppolo's in and the Raiders are able to kind of hang here a little bit. Even without it, like, Josh Kelly has been terrible. So, like, they're just using Keenan Allen as an extension of the running game, you know, just kind of like these little short little stuff over the middle to move the chains and then, you know, occasionally just letting him leak out. So uh, like that again, big number, but I like the money. Uh, Connor, I know that's not a typical play for you. Did you look at Keenan Allen? Any thoughts here on Keenan Allen at uh, plus 120? I did. Maybe it was foolish. I was hoping to get like a juice six and a half, like maybe minus 130, minus 140. I mean, the Raiders also allowing a 77% catch rate on wide receiver targets, 9.1 yards per target so far this season. So defense is not very good and he should see a ton of volume i mean you saw the reports too last week after the game it was like brandon staley you know went up to justin herbert was like yeah you were just gonna throw it every play and you're gonna go out there and win the game for us and they did uh and so i mean kind of yeah i mean they mostly did but but like i think in this spot we're probably gonna hopefully see more of the same i mean that's like good football like no one cares no one wants to watch josh kelly you know run into his offensive lineman 15 20 times a game we want to watch justin herbert go out there and throw the damn ball so but now it, it adds in that layer, like if, you know, Mike Williams is out, like what do they do with that? Because like Austin Eckler went out and they went like massively pass heavy. They're like, all right, we're just not running the ball anymore, which I think was partially matchup dependent too. But I think it's a little bit more wait and see whether they do that again. If, if they throw the ball 40 plus times again, Keenan's hitting over, like for sure. So, and I think, how do you feel about that? That's, I guess my, it would be my only hang up. It's like, they don't throw the ball 40 plus times. Yeah. I mean, they're you know again that's the raiders this is where these things have to these things die is you know the other team too um doesn't really kind of hold their weights but i don't know they've just been i just don't feel like they feel super confident turning around and handing it to josh kelly to get it done because uh, he's been so bad even in you know last week in a really nice spot against minnesota just couldn't get anything going so i feel like they want to you know, lean on what can get it done. And right now that is definitely the passing game and it gets really thin without Eckler and Mike Williams in there. Yeah. Like, you know, Josh Palmer could be nice. Um, I just, I think, you know, Quentin Johnston eventually but right now it's like, it's what happened in the second half last week. Once big, big Mike, even when big Mike was in there, cause he went down in the fourth quarter, you know, Keenan had like 20 targets in that game. So yeah, I mean, still, again, it's basically plus money across the board. It's moved a little bit on DraftKings, still plus plus one ten. Like I have no, I have no problem with that. So again, if it was, Minus 110, minus 115, like we typically see in a standard prop. Um, I mean, I lean over on it anyway. So, yeah, I mean, I think there is obviously risk anytime you're climbing the ladder this high on, uh, you know, on an alpha receiver. You, you were chasing prop numbers in, into the 7-8 range on receptions or we're getting up into, you know, 80, 90 yards on receiving yards. It's high. So I understand why some people are just naturally resistant to those things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just – a great player who I think is going to absolutely crush here. So no problem. Guys, we come with it the plus money. You know, if you want to wait again, if you are 
it's not my thing, but we all the time but we want to talk about it occasionally. I know a lot of our listeners like it, the same game parlay stuff. You're bring it back with the Jacoby Myers who and if we get like four and a, four and a half, five and a half, juice five and a half plus money five and a half on Jacoby would be really nice. Um, you know, might soften the blow. You can you know go in for a little bit less money and you know juice up the odds a little bit that way. So that'd be a look for me too. Yeah, uh, no, I think that's, um, that's, that's probably I'm just a good point. Transition Sorry, we, right into the. Are you are you lagging behind right now a little bit? We got a little bit of a little bit of juice on the in the internet here. Um, okay, so we have some breaking news here from the NFL. I mean, we're a gambling show, so we got to talk about this. Gambling policies have changed now in the NFL. Oh, so, they can bet? Well, no, the <laughs> the opposite. I was about to say, I was about to start hitting their lines and we would be making, yes. we'd be getting rich, baby. Um, no, so I think that it says basically that they changed the policies that you now are suspended for a year if you bet on and the NFL um, in certain like ways, I guess. But for some reason, they reduced Jamison Williams' suspension so that now he's good to go for next week. And and Titans offensive tackle Nick Petit-Frere, which, I mean, the Titans need Jesus on the offensive line right now. They need so much help. So anything they can get back there is incredible. Um, so, yeah, some interesting breaking news there. Um, but I don't really understand why that makes too much sense. But it says betting on a non-NFL sports from the workplace will now lead to just a two-game suspension. So you cannot bet on anything. So if I'm at practice and I want to bet on some NBA, I'm only getting two games. Yeah, only two games. I mean, (laughs) it can be worth it, you know. Like if you get like a little, yeah. Like, did you win? Yeah, right. Cover the salary you lose. Yeah. Plus, especially for some of these guys, like if you're a Bears player, like you got to win at something at some point. Like you can't take L's all week, you know. Do you want to risk injury playing for the Bears? (laughs) You know, you might you might want to throw down. You might want to bet on some NFL. I mean, just be out of this season totally. And yeah, that could be a way out for these guys. <laughs> I could be a way out for them. Yeah. I don't know. Lo- Got to think outside the box when you're a Chicago Bear. Yeah. No, well, that's a good point. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, first of all, they should be able to, I guess, I mean, especially if it's non NFL. I don't know. That's what I, mean, I always thought too. It's like if it's like if you're betting on the NBA and you're a, you know, whatever you're an NFL player. Like, I, I don't think it's the same punishment. I'm just saying it's not the same thing. Like, I mean, I, I totally get the NFL. Like you can't bet on NFLs. I, I 100% understand that, but like if you're betting on basketball. Like, I got I don't know. Like, I don't think it really matters. It's like playing blackjack to me. It's, it'd be like the same thing. Like you're just gambling. I like it. I uh, like, you know, again, let's, you know, I, I understand not wanting to have these guys betting on their own games or even betting on the NFL at all. Uh, so I understand that, you know, we are in a, I mean, just th- the fact that we were even having these conversations comparatively where we were a decade ago, like mm-hmm. is progress. So we yeah. know it's like, uh, man, like that sucks. They shouldn't be dinged for betting on college while they're at the facility. It's like, we do should have some expectations that like we should ease into this a little bit because like, this is such a, a wild jump from where we were such a very long time ago, the stigma of, you know, the NFL and, you know, even or betting in the NFL and even betting in general, like us, like us 20 years ago, we all had like, we were three buttons down, gold chains, chest hair popping. We were yelling. It was 900 numbers. It was locks of the week. So like we've evolved as a society. Um, Connor doesn't remember that, but like slot. Even as gamblers though, like, I mean, I'm sending money orders to, Costa Rica and hoping it gets there. You know I, I mean? was I was going to the Western Union sending money. Yeah, and then on the yep, car ride home, like waiting to see if it got in. Like yeah, and you go to like, you go to the uh, website and just like just pray that it's in because it, yeah, like there was times where it wasn't in. Yeah, Western Union is like, are you sure you know the person you're sending this money to? Yeah, like, yeah I know the person. Like, I'm all four money. names on here. They're all Spanish names in Costa Rica. Yeah, that's my yeah. friend. I hope <laughs> that's the right order. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was a Sunday morning tradition for uh, for a so couple much. of years. So yeah. Much. Are you serious? That sounds horrible. I mean, that's, yeah, I, I, I would be there too. So, that's I mean, I'm had. not blaming you. Well, yeah. Originally, you could just load up um, online accounts like with your check card and credit card. And then they stopped that. It was like, remember Party Poker and all those sites? Like, like it was about that time. Like, just it just stopped. So now it's like, all right, well, I'm not quitting gambling. So I got to figure something out. So there was all kinds of different like wallets you could get online or you could do the money order thing. And it was, yeah, Western Union, five dimes and just say a prayer. 
That prayer was answered a lot of times too. So. Prayer was yeah. No, I yeah. didn't. I never had money not get there. Uh, I did one time. Lucky. Yeah, one time. It was That's wild. I mean, my my first experience was just like waiting while outside of like, you know, Bavada or whatever. When I was like 15, I made some accounts under my dad's name. But like it was like, you know, waiting for the fraternity bookie just like come and find you on every Monday morning. Either it was a nice payday with some money or he's like, you know, where's my money basically? Yeah. So it's that was what my, like my first experience. You. you know what I mean? Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was either a good Monday or a bad you. Monday. Good if you were calling him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm we sure had guys too. Like that's how it was too. Like they, uh, they, it got like high tech when they could have a website. So it'd be like the paper heads now, but it was like back then they, they'd run it through there and you'd have to call a number. They'd record it. You know what I'm saying? That way they could play it back. If you said you didn't make the bet, you know, it's like you hammered. <laughs> on the it's like, ah, that is me. I did make that bet. You know what I mean? <laughs> or you could go through the website. We thought it was just like the best thing ever, you know, because like you could like, that's a huge jump up. It was, it was yeah. so crazy that you could do that. Cause otherwise you were calling somebody and that always sucked. Cause it's like, it just did, you know? Yeah. Different, different world, different worlds. So yeah. All right. That's good news in the, uh, in the betting, betting, uh, betting streets. We're getting, we're progressing. It's good. Um, I want to transition to uh, tackles real quick. It's one that kind of worked in conjunction with the Keenan Allen play um, official tackle plays in the season doing pretty good. We're 21 and 11 on the official tackle plays. So if you're into uh, you know, 64% hit rates and like 30% ROI, maybe you get a betting sub. I don't know. Um, if you like money, it's yeah. kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. So Keenan Allen's going to catch a bunch of balls. Someone's going to tackle him. And that's going to be our boy, Nate Hobbs, who has uh, been a friend of the show for uh, a couple of years now and uh, puts up some tackle volume. Uh, playing kind of a hybrid slot role, um, safety primary slot corner for the Raiders. Um, has led to a ton of uh, tackling opportunities. He actually is the best. Last year, PFF has this um, tackles over expected metric. He was the best tackling corner in the league last year. He's probably going to get dog walked by Keenan Allen in the slot, give up a ton of opportunities. And, you know, in general, like corners, safeties against the Chargers have been producing massive numbers so far this season because they're throwing so much. It's very rare to see a team that is getting more tackles from their secondary than their linebackers, but it's double against the Chargers through three weeks, which is insane. So uh, we had Hobbs with uh, eight and nine tackles in the two meetings against the Chargers last season. He's already got a 12-tackle game on the board early this season, um, I think at least six in every game. I think we probably see six and a half on the line for Nate Hobbs here, uh, not currently out, so still waiting for that one. But Nate Hobbs for the Raiders is going to be a play for us. Uh, the other one I'm going to give you guys this week is Kaiser White, the linebacker for the Cardinals. We're going to look for this one. Uh, playing every down for the Cardinals. Great spot to pile up. Tackles as a two-touchdown dog against the Niners. 14 tackles last week against Dallas. I think he's probably going to open at like seven and a half, maybe a juiced eight and a half, which is fantastic. We'll take that. We've seen at least one linebacker against the, the Niners get nine tackles in every game so far this season. The Giants had two last week. Last season, the Niners had 23.5 tackles per game against them with the linebacker position, which is the highest rate in the league. And again, game script, just kind of the way that they operate, if you think just where the Niners play and win, um, it is often where the linebacker hangs out. So we're going to get a lot here. And then we also have a scorekeeper bump. Uh, last season, visiting teams averaged 27.2 assists per game in San Francisco. It's 5.6 more than the league average. So there's a lot of good things here on white side. Uh, ladders are a little harder when you get up to the top here where we get guys in like the 7.5, 8.5 range because you don't really have that high to go. But this could be a really – high production game from Kaiser White on the Cardinals. So uh, write those two down, wait for those to come out. Those will probably be plays depending on the number and price for our subscribers. But yeah, having like 10 to 12 every week, uh, we're going to turn up the heats here as we get going, get more information, more data, get smarter. Uh, we're actually maybe even going to pivot to solo tackles a little bit this week too. We're working on uh, some modeling there for subscribers this week as a just an alternative way to get in when we don't like the price or we don't like the number. I uh, wanted to kind of, price that out for us too. So yeah, continue to evolve, finding more ways to get down and find edges uh, to take on these books. So uh, get in the tackle streets, get a betting sub and uh, come hang out with us. Love it. Love right, it. Those are, I mean, absolute fire tackle props. Uh, the only thing that I basically blindly tail ever, I don't, I don't blindly tail basically anyone about anything gambling. I don't know, consider it a flaw, but it's just, you know, Same. that's the only thing that I tail. So there you go. Yeah. 
I'll tell you, but you typically that's you and I have talked about it beforehand. Uh, right. We like, you know, we like a play. So that's, yeah, it's, uh, I, we're spending so much time doing this research. It's very hard for us to like come to a play without on our own. But this is obviously a very different piece in terms of what we're doing here with uh, the tackles. Yeah. I, before we dive into listener questions here, I have a situation that I want to talk to you guys about the, with the chiefs and jets game here, because I like have been racking my brain about how to attack this game for the longest time. And I'm not really sure how to do it. So the Jets defense obviously have two really good outside corners. DJ Reed, Sauce Garner, fantastic. The Chiefs offense normally like rotates a little bit on the outside. So Justin Watson plays a ton on the outside. MVS plays a ton on the outside. But I don't necessarily love betting unders like because their over unders are really low against like this. Uh, you know, with the Chiefs, even though the matchup's really good. So like we have to find a way to attack the middle of the field. So is this like going to be a blow up Kelsey game? Are we getting? more Rasheed Rice? Are we getting more Sky Moore? Because one of these guys is going to go off. CeeDee Lamb had 11 catches for 143 yards here, just like basically eating the middle of the field alive against this Jets team where like, yeah. And, and also another no interesting note, the Jets have not allowed a single quarterback to throw for more than 275 passing yards since the beginning of last season. Patrick Mahomes passing line is exactly a 275, but I don't want to bet the under because it's Patrick Mahomes and because he has Travis Kelsey and all these guys who can eat over the middle. So do you guys have any thoughts about this? Cause like, it's literally, I've been going through all these scenarios as you can tell in my head about like what to do, but I just can't like settle on something. What do you I've got? Thoughts? This game's not happening yet. <laughs> I don't have to do anything yet. You know what I mean? Like that's all, that's my, that's my plan. And then Sunday at uh, six 30, seven o'clock. That's when I'll like, just force myself to do something. <laughs> Because That's no, true. all the reasons you said, like I don't know what to do. Like I don't know that the Jets can move the ball. So does that mean unders? But then it's Mahomes. So like it's yeah, that that game's a mess. Yeah, the Rasheed Rice stuff is interesting to me. I want to look into it a little bit more. I'm not sure if it was garbage time stuff because I mean that game was almost garbage time at the end of the first quarter. Let's be honest. But like pretty soon he's playing. He played more in the early in the like first three quarters. He played like I think ran the fourth most snaps first quarter. I think he ran like the fourth most snaps too. So it like didn't really matter. Okay, he was playing way like more involved than he was in the previous few weeks. Yeah, because the route rate jumped. You know, twenty seven week one, thirteen in week two, fifty one percent last week. So not typically a number that we're targeting. But to your point, like it's really hard because these guys are all like you know sub sixty sub you know fifty five percent you know route participation, which is kind of tough to really hone in on. So it's like, Kelsey, you always feel safe about that, but um, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not super comfortable. I like what you did last week with Justin Watson that worked out uh, pretty well in terms of like the big plays. You laddered some of uh, some of Watson stuff, which was very surprised when it first happened. But again, uh, you know, like you said, it only takes one with a guy like that who's running, you know, deep targets. So yeah, I, I don't know. Rice would be my lean. We did see more early Justin Ross as well, which again, like not big numbers in terms of route participation for him. He did see him at least in the first quarter. So that hasn't been the case so far for him. So maybe there's something there, but uh, all pretty, pretty thin unless we got some sort of information like, you know, Sky Moore is behind Rice or something like that. Yeah. Kelsey 71 would probably be my favorite look if I had to play something. Cause I mean, it's a little bit lower than his normal lines, um, you know, cause he's just still coming back from injury. Like, Still working up his like ramping up his usage there. Plus now he's dating Taylor Swift, so you know they're going to show that probably more that. often than the Jets' offense. Wait, he, what? What's going on? Yeah, yeah this is I mean news. breaking news. If you guys didn't see it the hundred times on Twitter or on television yesterday, uh, Travis Kelsey has a girlfriend. I didn't hear any of that. Mm. Apparently she's famous. Not sure though. Did he meet her on that dating show he did years ago? <laughs> I don't know. It's what's funny though. So I went, went to like a, a Vegas party or whatever. And it was like Gronk and Kelsey were there and stuff like that. And I mean, Kelsey is an absolute animal. This guy is like, you know, ripping shots, bouncing around on stage. And I think of Taylor Swift, I'm like, man, this is either she parties a lot more than we know, or, you know, he's like calmed way down. So, uh, I don't know. I thought that was funny though. He's, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of Taylor Swift on the show, on the Sunday football. <laughs> So, um, you guys want a, a same game parlay ten dollars to get ninety six hundred bucks? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a good way to you know why yes. have my Sunday go. So let's well, hear it. It's based off what you said, Connor, with your um your Dolphin Bills take. 
But if you did Stefan Diggs, 100 plus, Tyreek Hill, 100 plus, Jalen Waddle, 70 plus, Mostert, 60 plus, James Cook, 70 plus, Tua, 300 plus, Josh Allen, 300 plus, and over 59 and a half, that 10 bucks would pay $9,600 and $6. I mean, I'm That's betting it just for the brand, but. Crazy. I'm just saying that's not that crazy. Because if you got to 60 points, it has to be a wild shootout. One of those, like, one of those DFS slips where you could have just had, like, just that game and, like, just crushed yeah. everybody. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just with, like, another defense from, a, you know, another game. It, one of those. You know what I mean? But look at that slip. That doesn't look, like, that ridiculous. Like, if, again, if it does go over 60. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's your, that's the one you put on top and say, hey, if this happens – then all this would fall in place. Does that make sense? So that's what that's the way I think about it when I build those. I, I get one thing and then I just base everything off that. But then you start going down the line in this game and you're like, damn, I could have like nine legs or eight legs at least. And it's not really that wild. That's the thing with Miami is that it's kind of narrow in terms of how they get it done, right? Like even last week, it wasn't a bunch of like, Braxton Berrios and River Craycraft and uh, Durham Smythe. Like, no, that's not what happened. Craycraft, too. Yeah. Did you see that? Like, yeah. I saw those people, like, I saw his name popping up. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think just Tyreek Hill and, and the running well, backs. Tyreek Hill and the running backs. Yeah. They got it done. So, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. It's just, it's not a wild in terms of like, I mean, it's <laughs> seven or eight legs and it, it, uh, it involves us getting a 60 points so it's nine legs so like, like, like nine legs there. okay but but whenever you hear him you're like you know what like all that could happen like that's not like that ridiculous like i'm gonna play it i actually just did so they're sad but yeah like, <laughs> we have to, we have to play it now i don't see why that i mean like why that would be that ridiculous you know what i mean yeah, you know how you see handle. some of those online after they hit and you're like that guy probably lost a million dollars before this hit. You know what I mean? But like, there's no rhyme or reason. You know, I mean? but like that one, when you look at it, you're like, yeah. I mean, you, you probably got lucky to hit that, but at the same time, like it's like you're in a position to get lucky. Dolphins Bills. My favorite tickets though are the are the Millie makers. You know, like the you bet like whatever 50, 100 bucks, and it's like a Millie maker ticket. You know, whereas like you probably have better odds of hitting that same game parlay of fifty to win a million bucks than you do of uh you know actually winning the million maker uh, oh like a thousand whatever, percent the draft yes. kings or FanDuel thing yes. i mean well no it, it, a lot of times too though it's like four legs you know like, i look i don't know how you're getting there it, it has to be like this guy scored three touchdowns that game it's like this is ridiculous like i mean could it happen yeah but i don't know i mean it, it there's no rhyme or reason for any of it i'm still just sad that my government bond parlay fell short last week you know i I found $300 in government bonds and my wife was like, oh, we should keep it. You know, it's awesome. It's, it's cool. That. And I was like, oh, no, we're putting this on a parlay, you know, and she, she pushed back. So I tweeted that out and then, uh, you know, ended up hit the Tyreek leg one yard short on Justin Jefferson. And then Calvin Ridley got like injured and then sucked. So that's didn't not hit it, fault, but man. yeah, I mean, she can't uh, you know, I, you sounds like Joe government. Biden knows me 300. That's all I'm saying. You know, <laughs> if she cannot blame you for that. No, yeah, but no, both of these teams getting to the 30s, we're probably home. Got to do it at this point for the brands. Yeah. You have to have it. Can't both, sit here and talk about it being getting to know. the 30s. Yeah, no, you're right. You you can't say it's not that crazy and then be like, yeah, I won't put 10 bucks on that. You know, because then it is that crazy because you wouldn't mm -hmm. put dollars on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm it's in. I've just locked it in. I'm gonna post it very soon too. Post on Twitter? Yes. I mean, okay. I think the people need to see this. I mean, Add slop rules, people. I just cracked the code. I like it. <laughs> well, Connor man. did, really. Like, Connor's the one that got that ball moving. Like, that, it, he got me to open up FanDuel and, like, go into the, the lines. You know what I mean? Just start kind of looking around and start, start clicking. Before you know it, you're like, you know what? I think I just won 10 grand. <laughs> like, I'm not it's not good because – the money, but I will give him all the credit. How about that? Like, I'll keep the cash. You get all the credit. No. Cloud so is currency right all, now, so that's totally fine. Connor is more <laughs> fine with that than you believe. Than you possibly believe. <laughs> yeah. 
It's great um, because you're already firing off uh, $10 to win 10 grand. And I think you're stone cold sober at this point. So, uh, you know, your Saturday night's going to be a roller coaster. Yeah, you wait till, yeah, you wait till I wake up Sunday morning. Like, if that's the jumping off point, like, whoa. Yeah, we're going to be hitting River uh, Braxton Berrios salt overs, you know, thrown in there by the end. So. Imagine? Well, no, those are in the, um, those are in those like, $50 to win a million tickets, like burials yeah. over, you know, 150 plus receiving. You're just like, what, like, what is this? Oh, An alt over that I want that hasn't come out, which is not, uh, I, I think we're going to get it. There's some, there's a lot of like local grumbles in uh, the Denver um, oh, yeah. the media about Marvin Mims, right? Marvin oh, Mims really? changing a role change coming. So okay. I don't know if like, I was considering, is this at the hands of like, I mean, there's a couple of bad fumbles from, uh, uh, from Sutton last week. So like, is it in place of Sutton? Is it in place of Judy? Is it just, well, there's a lot of talk of they're going to, there's going to be more Marvin Mims involved this week. So Marvin Mims longest reception, Marvin Mims over whatever his receiving yard comes out at um, alt numbers on Marvin Mims. That's going to be bears, right? Got the bears too. Oh, so yeah. pretty soft landing spot to, uh, I know. bet, uh, Marvin Mims, most rookie receiving yards on FanDuel. It's 16 to mm, one that's right. um, because he's, I mean, he already has the third most or fourth most, I think at this point. And all of, the only guys ahead of him are like Addison and then Puka, but Cooper cup comes back. So, I mean, like Mims plays a bigger role. Also the Broncos were going to trade Sutton or Judy before the season and then didn't do it. But now that they suck, I mean, they're definitely going to trade one of them before the trade deadline. So um, I think Mims could have like a, a wild second half of the season too. So. Yeah, like that. So I'd be uh, looking at it now. Uh, I don't know. I bet it yesterday before the game. I got to see. I mean, the limits on it was like 50 bucks or something like that for me. So I didn't push it anywhere, but I'll definitely check and see if we can still bet it now because I think that's a fun look. Yeah, I need more fun ones for the second half. I got a couple college, you know what I mean? Like team totals, like Texas to go to the playoffs, but I have really nothing NFL wise. Just because you you ruined my brain with that making it, it's all under. It's like I I won't even consider an over, and it's just, it, and I, it's because of you, Connor, with your article like, every single time. It's like yeah, I'm an idiot for betting these overs because I'm basically betting if the guy's gonna get hurt or not. Like you're sitting there handicapping it, you know what I mean? Like you're like oh well yeah the yards and the game, but you're like no, you're literally betting this guy's not gonna get hurt. And it's like, yeah, I'm done with that. So now I'm betting guys to get hurt. Now I don't want to do that. So it's like this sucks. I hate the market. I will jump into the uh, some of the questions here. Uh, Brian wanting to know about Russell Wilson, which we're talking about here. Passing yard prop over 239 and a half. Uh, Chicago, yeah, the back end is beat up. It's, it's beat up when they're all in the lineup too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of parlaying off of the Marvin Mims thing we were saying here. This is – I probably want to do Mims instead of, like, dragging the entire ship to Russell Wilson. It's just that makes me a little nervous. Connor, what are your thoughts on that one? I think the Bears are going to win this game. That's a I little, was going to say that whenever you hot take. I was like, I bet the Bears score at least. You don't need to yeah, keep I think this the Bears are going to in the offensive direction for both teams. Yep. Yeah, I tweeted it out, and I know, I've heard a bunch of people say it. It's you know like they're they're both just like so bad that I think we're going to see probably actually the Bears look okay offensively, and if they don't look okay offensively here, just you know fire everyone, call it a day. Um, you know, it's like. This is the not the now or never spot here. I was considering some DJ Moore props, but I don't know. It's just like uh, I don't I don't want to bet on Justin Fields to throw the ball well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Jim Bob, shout out Jim Bob. Um, wants to know about Joe Mixon over three and a half receptions plus one twenty five. We know they're not going to try to. Well, we hope that they're not going to try to run into the teeth of that Titans defense. We are on the completions on the Burrow side. Connor, any thoughts on what we expect from Mixon and his involvement in the passing game in terms of uh, getting us there on the Burrow play? Yeah, they involved him a little bit more last week. Chris Evans was a healthy scratch again, even though he was supposed to be back. So, yeah, I'd lean over there. Plus 125 is not a bad look if Burrow's throwing like 45 plus times. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, what 58, 57% route participation the last couple of weeks. So, you know, not heavily targeted, but again, like, you know, that's decent. That's decent for, for where we want Mixon to be. So, our efficiency targets. Uh, receiving against the Titans. Uh, yeah, no, top your head. Like they're not in receptions. They're not tops. I usually look at targets for that just to see if, if you know teams kind of target same. their back against them. Yeah, let's see. Doesn't look good. No, they're third to last in running back targets. So 
But maybe they play teams that just don't target the running backs too. So there is that. So I don't know. That's worth digging right. into. I guess is all I'm saying. So like you might get like something really good there, or you might have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they play the Chargers without. Uh, yeah. No, it's true. Right without Austin Eckler, um, and then the Browns. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's probably something there. It's not a bad look. I, I like the plus one twenty five. That's for sure. Uh, let's see what we got next. Uh, do we? Brian wants to know: Do we fire on alt overs on Kittle if Debo Samuel is out? Debo trending poorly here. Slop, any thoughts on San Francisco passing game if uh, we have no Debo Samuel? Isn't isn't Kittle in if Ayuk is out or something like that? Isn't that the the way to play that? Play him. I think it's just either or the other two. If one of them, okay, out. either one of them doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. Well, now I'd look into that. Uh, I, off the top of my head, I do not know. The only problem is they're kind of a wagon, and I hate that offense for that because they can just beat you like like fifteen different ways. And it's like, all right, but if Sandals isn't there, obviously something. You know, they're gonna have to do something other than that because he's not playing. But I, I don't know. I'm just very scared of the San Francisco offense to take one piece of it. You almost want to go like quarterback a lot of times, but then it's Purdy, and you don't know if they're going to run the ball. And I, it that, that's a rough team for me. The issue is we're going to get props that are going to be properly priced because none of them are out right now, and like Debo never really had a chance to play. It looks like because he looks like he's trending out. So if you could get a price now in like the fifties on Ayuk, I would definitely take the over. But we're probably going to get like low sixties because once Debo's out, and they're probably going to get like high forties for Kittle. So I don't know. Plus, like Klasop said, they can just run the ball the entire game probably. This practice again today, not trending very well there. So uh, Adam wants to know about Adam Thielen over four and a half receptions, minus 105 revenge game. Um, I mean, a lot of revenge games on the slate this week. This one's interesting. We are seeing like mostly Thielen in the slot, which is kind of where he did a lot of his work early in his career. It's not really how he was used last year. They left him out wide a lot and he was just dusty. Uh, peppered with Andy Dalton, a little nervous to see if that translates here. Slop with the you know, quarterback change with uh, Bryce Young coming back. Any thoughts on revenge game Thielen? I'm not a uh, Bryce Young guy like at all so far. So, I mean, I know it's only been a couple games, but I mean, yikes. So it's going to suck if you're right, if you're not a Bryce Young guy and you're right and you take this over because it should hit. This this is should be an easiest hit of your life. It should be. But it's not Andy Dalton throwing the ball to him. It's Bryce Young, and I I don't know. I I'd stay away. I wanted a three and a half still, even though he like went nuts last week. I'd still wanted the three and a half again to even think about it. So I was out since I saw four and a half. But you could have gold, like you really could. But you're I don't know. You're you're playing like with one hundred five to get it. So it's yeah, it's kind of a pass for me. There's another revenge spot that I really like. That's really gross, and I don't think. You guys are going to like it very much. Oh, no. I think you're talking about. I don't think that the Patriots are going to drop Mac Jones back a lot in this football game. I think that they are worried about the blitz. I think they're worried about pressure. Their offensive line is beat up. We saw what, 19, 19 carries from Zeke last week. Um, Zeke's rushing prop is like 25 and a half. It's really low. Like, Oh, really? 25 and a half? 25 and a half oh. is, is his rushing prop. I always say I'll bet anything. Like, all right, so I at first I'm thinking Ezekiel Elliott, no. And then it's like, right, I know. Well, wait, like 25 and a half, like I, I might be in. I think that's how you attack the Cowboys. You just run right at them. I, I really do. Like, I really think that's the way. Other than because if you don't, like, like Michael Parsons might kill you. I don't think it's a narrative. It's not a narrative based take Connor It is very much, you know, matchup specific game specific. Um, it's not that like, I don't buy for a second. The bills like, all right, we got to feed Zeke cause he's back in Dallas. Like of any coach, I think he could, would care the less, you know, least about that. I just think they don't want to just try to have Mac Jones win that football game for them. It's what they did last week against New York and they ran really well. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you could see, a, you know, another, 12 to 14 carries for Zeke. It's going to be really hard for him to not. He's looked pretty good. Um, it's going to be hard for him to not get there. So I thought you guys wouldn't like it, but, you know, Connor, do you have any thoughts in terms of like just the matchup there? 
I'm hating it less and less. I mean, betting a Zeke over against one of the best defenses in the NFL is gross, but we did just see the Arizona Cardinals, I guess, kind of find like a little bit of a skeleton key in the running game there. I mean, James Conner is dust and had big holes. Like, I mean, there's where gaping you know like that was one of those bets you know i i we talk about it all the time it's like sometimes i bet a, i bet i like to bet a lot of unders and we saw like within the first five minutes i was like oh this this bet is dust like i was like we're we're, we're toast here because there was massive holes the cowboys were not winning the game like everything that i thought was gonna happen was wrong so yeah i mean i think the zeke here is not a bad look i guess you're quite like the concern is like if the cowboys go up you're probably toast if the patriots don't agree that you know, like running is the way to go for some reason, which I don't know, you know, maybe they don't, you're probably also toast. So those are my concerns with betting the over with a guy like Zeke, but most scenarios, if he does, if he carries the ball 10 times, he's obviously getting there, you know, even like yeah. seven times, he's probably getting there. Yeah, no, it's true. Those are definitely what, you know, those are, right, that's so how it Vandal right now it's 32 and a half, but 40 plus is plus 132, 50 plus is plus 220. If you want to get kind of wild, I, I don't hate that. Like, it, all right. So, remember the first game of the season, uh, the Giants Cowboys. The Giants kind of ran a little bit on them. Like, they lost forty to nothing in four minutes. Blah blah blah. But I mean, like, if you look at Barkley, that game, I think he had like ten carries for like I, it wasn't that bad. Like, they could they could move the ball on the ground. It's just you're down forty to nothing. Your quarterback keeps throwing picks. So, like, the running game's kind of out the window. I think you might be right, and I need something for that for that window. I have nothing right now for the four o'clock window, and I'm probably gonna have like ten grand because that whole same game parlay I'm gonna hit at one. So I think maybe you roll the ten grand on Z and just have a day. That's just have a day. Yeah, twenty-seven and a half still on DraftKings minus one fifteen. Twenty-seven and a half and thirty-two at FanDuel. Okay, wow. So then take back everything I say. And is there alts on DraftKings? Because that's where you're doing your alts if you're that, doing them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what our actually you got to do 50 plus there, don't don't you? They don't do the by 10. No, they do a 25, 50, 75. Yes. Yeah, so we'd have They're to do alter, 50. Plus. Yeah. What's 50 over there? I'm I'm trying, I'm trying to get there. Let's take plus 370. Okay. Okay. So what was 50? Yeah, so plus 370 then. Instead of plus 220 at FanDuel. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of in. I'm actually almost all the way in now. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I they, they're not going to have Mac try to, to try to win this football game. It feels game. disgusting, dude. I know. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. Right uh, it, yeah. You know what? That's one of though. That's one you don't tell your buddies you got until it hits. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you just never. You don't bring that up before the yeah, yeah. I took Zeke because you're just gonna get roasted the whole time whenever he comes out there and just uh, runs for like seven yards. And, and they lose 40 to nothing. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. <laughs> so I should bet it but not give it to subscribers is what I hear Yeah, yeah I, exactly. Okay. Don't Just don't put your yeah. name on it until it's over. So, yeah, found this ticket on the ground. You know, it's one of those. <laughs> A bunch of them watch. So I know that, you know, we'll, we'll have to uh, we'll be quietly cheering for it on the side, but we won't tell anyone that we actually have the ticket. Like, yeah, well, just, you know what? We can tell the subs, but they just don't tell their friends. Like, that's a don't okay. tell your friends bet. You know, if you're going to be watching this game with your buddies, like, just – Save yourself. Like, wait till it hits, then say you have it. Yeah, keep it, keep it low, yeah, and then just do yourself. Yeah. I, I could use. There's a, there's a really fun analogy that I'm sure you guys both know of, but I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like riding a moped. Um, Something like that. Yeah, okay. Something like that. <laughs> All right, uh, that is uh, going to wrap us up for today. Again, we really appreciate you hanging out with us. Again, while you're here, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, uh, rate, review, comments, all those things uh, go a long way in helping support the free content. We appreciate it very much. Podcast in your feed on Fridays, find Slop over at Odds Jam on Twitter at Slop Rules. If you want to get the visual of the $10,000 same game parlay that the three of us are going to cash, you're going to want to follow them on Twitter if you haven't already done so. Uh, slop anything else for the people that's it odds jam i've been going live using those tools they're it's uh just pricing tools dude they're they're awesome they i mean they really i, I use them literally all the time it's my favorite thing so if you want to see them just follow me on uh twitter or youtube at slop rules go uh, live all the time i'm gonna go live tonight actually hit the stuff. button uh appreciate it cap Wiz. appreciate everyone in the channel uh hanging out with us um you know we we 
we definitely uh, appreciate it. It's fun. It's our favorite show. And, you know, it doesn't happen without uh, you guys tuning in and watching and hanging out with us and firing questions. So get the betting sub, get in the discord. Again, that is also our favorite place to hang out on the weekend to uh, watch and sweat games. You're going to get all the official picks that we have coming out for four.com slash plans, get the betting sub. Uh, we are uh, really excited about some of the tools that are popping up here in the next couple of days as well that have been slow to roll out, but uh, yeah, trending, trending, trending on the up and up. We'll be back again here on Friday next week, uh, Wednesday for the game previews for Connor, myself and high slop. We'll see you next week. Thanks everybody. <laughs>